This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. you learned how to do on YouTube? What skill have you picked up from YouTube? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Are you okay over there, Trainer? Yeah, it's just Friday. Yeah, I'm zoning man. out. Uh, what skill have you picked up from YouTube? Give us a call. Um, this I just was thinking about this because I realized, first of all, you could learn how to do everything on YouTube. Hmm. Quite literally, I don't know why people watch TV when you could just be learning how to do things on YouTube. Well, or like calling people to fix things when you you can just go to YouTube. Who does that? Who calls people? Okay, sorry. You do that? Scheduling people to come and fix things when you can just figure it out on YouTube. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, for example, we've been having a little problem with our uh, gas fireplace. And, uh, you know, it turns out there's many videos on how to fix this one little problem. Right there on the YouTube. Yeah. Such that I feel like I could tackle this, right? Like, I've watched videos on how to put a toilet in. I've watched... uh, I've never done it yet, but I've watched it. So I feel like I kind of know what's going on. What have you picked up from YouTube? 651-641-1071. Oh, go ahead. uh, What have you actually done? Well, I will say I am going to go fix my... uh, uh, gas fireplace when i get home okay be careful I watch the vid- well yeah i know i mean it tells thank you it tells you how to do it safely um i think yeah again i'm gonna watch careful. a few i'm gonna watch a few more videos it's i always right. like to watch like a few different yeah you don't want to just like watch one because well, it could I've watched be like three different guys okay do it so i think so I you're might... totally qualified i mean uh, maybe i'll gas. watch an even five I think that's that's a great idea just be careful anyway um i've watched no i've watched like all kinds of like i i watch okay, i don't need the attitude no i was <laughs> saying i've watched youtube videos on how to do all kinds of things from putting makeup on oh, no, to doing certain hairstyles I to know. tying ties uh you i'm just answering your question what have i learned on youtube i'm telling you <laughs> who do we have on the line ollie <laughs> mary's here hello mary mary what have you learned how to do on the youtubes Hi. Hi. I learned how to fix my Dyson vacuum cleaner. Yeah, see, that's a good one. That probably saved you a few bucks, huh? You know, when the vacuum is $500 and all of a sudden the little dealy wop, I don't know what you call it. Dealy wop, I think that's a technical term. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm like, good gracious, YouTube, voila. Right? Okay, thank you for your call, Mary. This is the thing. This is the lesson everybody needs to learn. When a thing of yours breaks, you are not the first person this has happened to. I oh, for guarantee sure. you. 
So you go to YouTube and you type in your little problem and somebody's there fixing it for you. Like I used to have a problem with my um, minivan door. There was something with the mechanics of it where it would like shut and then open back up again. You know what I did? What? You know what I did? What did you do? You know what I did? What did you do? I'll tell you what I did. Okay. I searched my exact model and make of car and door issue. And sure enough, they showed me how to fix it. Yeah, I, I and and can I just make a wider recommendation of the internet in At, general? Yeah, in general, it's a it's a wealth of information. Because as much as you think you are, you know, a singular entity on planet Earth, I guarantee you, every thought you've had in your head has already been had by the internet Mm -hmm. and there is an answer for every question you've ever had and it's just delightful when you're like oh gosh here i sat thinking that this was going to take a lot more time and effort on Mm -hmm. my part to figure out and you realize like just today i woke up to our refrigerator making a was it running (laughs) (laughs) i'm still catching it uh no (laughs) thank (laughs) Thank you So there were like letters on the the touchpad that were showing up, oh. like an error code, and I was like, I have no idea what that is. Guess what? Go to the internet. Beep boop 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 beep. There's your answer. So true. Uh, Holly, who else do we have on the line? Genevieve's with us. Hello, Genevieve. Genevieve, what have you learned how to do on YouTube? I replaced a toilet. <gasps> See, I'm telling you, that's an episode of the Golden Girls. Was it successful? <laughs> It was amazing. I saved so much money. I YouTubed, I, I looked it up, I maybe five or six different videos on YouTube, and then I went with my husband and bought a toilet that was a water-saving, tall, energy-efficient, clean, crisp toilet, bought the wax wings, wax rings that go with it, and did it, and it's been working fine for six months. It looks great. It was easy. So, like, nothing's happening? Like, you flush the toilet and the kitchen sink goes <laughs> right? on or anything? <laughs> no, it was so easy. I, I, oh, my God. I saved hundreds of dollars. Good for you. See, I love this. Thank you, Genevieve, for your call. I also love, like, you do have to watch... You were right, Bradley. you got to watch more than one video. But there's this, like, very empowering moment that happens when you've watched enough of them and you figured out, like, the steps and you've got all the little tricks that they tell you that you go... All right, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to fly solo. And to her point, you do save money. Well, can I tell you that's how I learned to bake sourdough bread? I'm not surprised. Seriously. I mean, YouTube, I, I read a lot, and there are a lot of people online whose craft I followed, but to me, I am a visual learner. I need to see right. people. Like reading is, it, it takes me longer to digest the knowledge than if I watch somebody right. do the thing. Right. And it's good to know that about yourself. And YouTube is like perfect yeah. for people who are visual learners. Holly, who else do we have on the line? Shelby's on the line. Shelby, hello. What have you learned how to do on YouTube? Hi. Hi, Shelby. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you guys? I love listening to you. You make my afternoon every single day. Oh, thank you. Well, did you watch a YouTube video on how to compliment your favorite radio show hosts? You know, honestly, I do not have the patience for any of it. I get so frustrated. I'm not technical or mechanical or anything. However, my husband has looked up absolutely everything anyone could ever need to know how to do. 
Um, and he has become like a self-sufficient contractor. I, I love he that. He saves us so much money, electrical, plumbing, all of it, and I love it. That's, That's so awesome. great. Shelby, yeah. thank you so much. Thank and you, tell your husband thank you for his uh, love of YouTube. Yeah, and I, thanks for listening. I'm serious. So we, we got this email from Taylor who said, I learned all about bifold closet doors. Our big heavy mirror bifold door has been broken almost four years. Fixed that. And that's like, there's nothing like the satisfaction of having something in your home that's just not working and figuring out what the problem is from Mm -hmm. YouTube and then fixing it. It's so much easier than reading like a dumb manual or something. A dumb manual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I used to get like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I used to get like when I was, when I first, when my husband and I first bought our first house, Mm -hmm. Everybody gave us these like fix it yourself manuals, and that's I was all like, we had. I'm never gonna use. That's true. Yeah, but I those I could not. I didn't have the patience. I was unlike like similar to Shelby, but I just didn't have the patience to read all of that stuff. But watching it on YouTube, I'm like, I can do anything. Well, also, can I just say that another reason I love YouTube so much is that I don't have to call people and right. say, can you explain to me how this works? Well, because yeah. I, what I used to do is have to call my dad, uh, which is not an option any longer. But then I'd have to like sit on the phone and like have to go through that experience. Mm-hmm. He's listening now, so I apologize. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it wasn't always the most efficient. And then... Like, he's not there, so you're not quite sure that you're doing it all the way right. And now, like, it's perfect for the introvert in all of us. Like, I don't have to, like, interact with humans. I can just watch other people do it. Also, if you're like me, like, you don't know all the words for certain things, right? So You need a ball joint. Yeah. When you call up and you're like, "Uh, I don't know, the thingamabob is, like, cracked or whatever. And they're like, okay, is it, like, the gasket or, like, the rotator girder belt? And you're like, I don't know. It's the the flange. It's the thingamabobber. Yeah. Right? But when you watch it on YouTube, they tell you what it is. They tell you what's right. You're like, Oh, okay. I mean, and thank you, everybody, for listening to this advertisement for YouTube. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is going to join us to tell us what we should be watching this weekend on My Talk 1071. Each and every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to find out what we all should be watching. Hello, Paul McGuire Grimes. Hey, Paul. Hello. Hello. It's great to be here. Uh, it's good to have you. We're so happy you're here. Okay, so uh, there's a couple things you've brought for us this week. Where do you want to start? I would like to start with a very important movie out there called Judas and the Black Messiah, and it's on HBO Max, it's also in theaters, and it stars Daniel Kaluuya as Fred Hampton. In 1968, he was basically targeted by the FBI, who used William O'Neill, who's played by Lakeith Stanfield, to be this informant and infiltrate the Black Panther Party to take down Fred Hampton. Mm. And, is, and this is a true story? It's, yes. This is very much a true story. Um, you may have seen the car- you may have seen Fred Hampton featured as a minor character in the trial of the Chicago Seven, and this movie really sheds a light on who Fred Hampton was. He was 28 years old, who really led this coalition um, in Chicago uh, for activists and trying to make change and bring people together. And how the FBI and how everyone else around them saw the Black Panthers as this very violent, negative group that should be taken down, and it's a stunning history lesson interesting so tell us a little bit about the performances in this uh in this movie 
Okay, so yeah, Daniel Kuya, who you may know from Get Out, Black mm-hmm. Panther, Widows, he plays Fred Hampton. He's been nominated for a Golden Globe and a SAG nomination, and I actually think that he could go on to win the Oscar. He plays Fred Hampton, and it is a he is a force in this movie. He, I felt like I knew who Fred Hampton really was based on Daniel's performance, and you understand why so many people were drawn to his cause. And and then how will Lakeith Stansfield as William O'Neill was really playing this duality of someone who's so broken and fractured as a person to then kind of go against his own community in order to better himself. And then you've got Dominique Fishback. Uh, people saw the deuce. She plays Fred Hampton's wife. And you really see a beautiful performance from her and see another side of Fred Hampton as well. Uh, Jesse Plemons, uh, Friday Night Lights, he's in it. And Martin Sheen is just wow. vile as uh, J. Edgar Hoover. Wow. This is a stellar cast. Yeah, I was going to say, what a great stellar. cast. It is. And throughout this movie, you are really realizing, like, if you're thinking, well, why are we seeing this historia again? Or, like, why are we talking about this now? Well, I couldn't help but think about the attack on the Capitol how people view Black Lives Matter, the death of Breonna Taylor. So if you know how Fred Hampton's story ends, you can kind of see all of these parallels. And I want people to then think about it and see how can we change things going forward? How can we learn from the past mm-hmm. and come together? How maybe the history books didn't get it right. How, how did they maybe lead us astray? Or how did people lead us astray about who Fred Hampton and the Black Panther Party interesting. was? Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, it's it's stunning. And I got to talk to all of them as well. So those interviews are on my YouTube channel. If I'm on Twin Cities Live today, it will be on there as well. And just awesome. to have these really important conversations, I felt truly just honored to have the time with them to talk about activism and Fred's story. And to even hear from Chairman Fred Hampton Jr. Um, about his dad was is great. Wow. Wow. How many ticket stubs for this one? Four and a half out of five ticket stubs. If you're not moved or at least impacted or kicked in the gut after watching this, I don't know what's wrong with you. Let's put it that way. I love it. All right. What else we got? So I'm kind of going on the other end of the spectrum. There's this movie called Land. It's in theaters now. will be available on demand soon. And here's Robin Wright as um, she directed it as well. And she plays this woman named Edie who is really much, is very plagued with depression and trauma. And she really has a hard time being around people. So she finds that her only remedy is to shut herself off, isolate herself in this rundown cabin in the middle of the woods, in the middle of nowhere. And what happens when this stranger kind of uh, approaches her and gives her kind of this act of kindness to kind of turn her life around again? This is kind of, I mean, it's kind of exciting to see uh, Robin Wright in another role, I'm sure, because I think we we haven't really seen her in anything since House of Cards, right? Uh, Well, she was in Wonder Woman, but still, like... Okay, so I haven't seen her in anything. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right, though. She's very much known for, you know, Princess Bride, Forrest Gump, House of Cards, and her role in House of Cards is... Is, is, is incredible, and she directed some of House of Cards, and here she gets is she's the director of this film as well. So to see her take as a director and playing someone who is so like I had so much empathy for who Edie was, and like really to think about how do you get to that place where all you want to be is alone and not around anyone, and what does that mean? How do you get to that place? And I thought, well, could I live alone in the middle of the woods? And I thought, nope, can't do it. No, can't you know, do. So, 
No can do. I would be terrible at it. Um, so, and then Damien Bashir, uh, Demian Bashir plays this stranger, and it's this lovely act of kindness. And I talked to both of them as well, and Robin talked about how this the last four years have been so ugly, and she wanted to make the movie that was kind of the antithesis to this. And there's a lot of the movie where it's just her on screen alone, and she does a great job of essentially directing herself. And I got to talk to her about how do you do that? How do you direct yourself? And um, no, it's it's a really lovely piece, and it's eighty eight minutes, which and is it, like which the is perfect like time. Perfect, oh my god, that's my favorite length. length. This kind of movie. <laughs> and this one exactly. is is this one is in theaters right now. It's correct, but it should be available online in a couple of weeks. It's from Focus Features, and they tend to do a theatrical release first, and then we'll put it on demand in a, you know a little bit after that. Three and a half out of five ticket subs for this as well. Um, these are just two. We've got a ton of other movies out right now. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Have you guys heard of this one? Yes. yes. It's apparently hilarious. Hilarious. We watched it last night. And if you need a laugh, and who, who doesn't? doesn't? Go, go on demand, whether it's Apple or on demand, and just rent this movie and laugh yourself silly. It's Kristen, Mama, it's Kristen Wiig. Any mama, they're real life best friends, and they play these two over the top characters that kind of like church basement ladies in a way where they have high pitched voices, they wear culottes, they go to Del Mar, and then Jamie Dornan is hysterical as well, and he plays this kind of dashing guy who may have a few tricks up his sleeve. And it is just one of those movies that is over the top in every way, and you think, this is so stupid, but yet everything about this movie works. Perfect. I love things that are stupid but work. Um, <laughs> that was not a commentary on thank you, Paul McGuire Grimes. <laughs> However, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And Paul. you can see Paul McGuire Grimes uh, on his YouTube channel, Paul's Trip to the Movies. Find him on all social media platforms, uh, and he'll tell you what you should be watching. And when we come back, we've got crazy, stupid idiots on My Talk 107.1. Sing it, Bradley Trainer. Oh my gosh, your voice is like butter. God, I wish so I could beautiful. sing like that woman. Right? Wouldn't that be amazing? I would just sit there and listen to myself sing all the right? time. I would just like open a mic. Right? Be like, give me money. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What up, Biatches? And it's time to tell you about the dumb people who do the dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, over and over. Say with me, kids. Oftentimes in in the the state state of of Florida. Florida. Sometimes other places. Like... Florida. Oh, we're starting in the Florida. I want to tell you about a Florida man named Joseph Davis. He's 48 years old and goes by the aliases Joe Brown and Marcus Brown. That's important. I'll tell you why in a bit. But first, I want to tell you that there was a warrant out for his arrest by the Volusia County Sheriff's Office on a felony charge of grand theft. What did he grand thieve? Well, he stole his wife's, um, or I should say his girlfriend, because I don't think they had sealed the deal yet. He stole her engagement ring. Um, I don't know how to say this. Yeah. Didn't he give it to her? Yeah, and then, and then he, he stole it. And then he took it back? And oh. then he stole it, which is dumb. 
That is dumb. It's really dumb. But you know what else is dumb? What? He put it on somebody else's finger? Yeah, buddy! No, wait, really? Oh, man. Oh, dude. No, you did it wrong. That's not romance. Yep. He stole a ring that he gave to one lady so that he could give it to the other lady. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. <sighs> Joseph Davis uh, is, as police say, stupid. And he said <laughs> that um, both women have since dumped his fanny. Sorry, but? After learning of the infidelity and are working with investigators to uh, bring him into custody. Quote, earlier this year, the Orange City woman, that's just the one, uh, came forward and told detectives she discovered her boyfriend was actually engaged to another lady. Oh my when gosh. she looked up that fiance's Facebook page, she noticed a photo of her Wearing a wedding band and an engagement ring that looked just, just like, like her hers. own from a previous marriage. Oh, no. Uh-uh. So he didn't steal the one he gave to her. He stole one that she had from a previous marriage. Isn't that what that means? I that's what I'm well yeah. I'm so yeah. It sounds like she had checked her jewelry box and discovered those rings were missing, which included a diamond that also belonged to her grandmother. So the value of that property was around sixty two hundred. The woman was able to retrieve some of the items after she reached out to the other woman. Um so yeah, to me it sounds like she didn't he didn't steal a ring off her finger. He stole a ring he out stole of the her ring out of her jewelry, jewelry box, box and then get ooh that she had from another relationship. But I kind of feel like at that point like the, I want that out of my house anyway. But I'm weird. Yeah, I mean I also don't I'm not engaged. I don't have rings. I don't have a fiance, so this is not my my love language. Mm-hmm. Um but I just feel like if I were that lady, the superstitious side of me would be like, well it was meant to get out of my house. Sure. And Maybe not to get out of your house by your fiance to give to somebody. Correct. Else. I think I would just take it to like. But happy pawn. I do want to say, like she learned, a, she learned uh, something the universe was trying to teach her. Uh, well, yeah, in this but endeavor. she was with a two timing. Right. That's what criminal. I'm saying. Is that's what she learned. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that so the universe was trying to get her to not be with that two timing. Yeah. So and so. Such and such. Thank yeah, they you. apparently, um, the sheriff's office said both women had met him on the dating app OKCupid. Well, OKCupid, all right. right. <sighs> oh, that's poor Cupid. Poor Cupid, indeed. Um, investigators say he has a tattoo, uh, if you see him, with a cross with the words, only, ju- only God can judge me on his left arm. Turns out that's not true. Yeah. Also, yes. Yeah. The court will judge him. Yeah, exactly. And so are we, given frankly. the chance. Yep. So are we. Uh, let's go to Pennsylvania. Okay. And uh, we're going to go to Snake Spring Township. Snake Spring. T- Pennsylvania, where the, uh, the authorities are searching for a burglar. Uh, a burglar who hit up a storage unit and took a whole lot of stuff. Well, I was wondering if it was one of those people from uh, Storage Wars. Um, no. Okay. Here's what the burglar took from the storage unit. Okay. A TV. Uh huh. An Xbox. Uh huh. Some uh, vaping equipment. 
That's weird that you would have vaping equipment in your storage space, but whatever. You know, whatever people do. A laptop computer. Sure. I mean, actually, all of these things, I'm like, why was that in a storage unit? Maybe it was a transitional time for them. Could be, could be, could be. But most importantly, the burglar stole an umbilical cord. Wait, you mean like so that you can plug in something from across the room? Like a, an umbilical cord, like where the baby plugs into the mommy. That's nasty. The umbilical cord. No, 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 no. Why? No. They had the umbilical no. cord in oh. the storage unit. Why? Why would you? St- was it just that, like the umbilical cord? And I still have questions. But it, was this like the umbilical cord was in the Xbox box? No. And the guy just stole the Xbox and opened it up and they, was like one of those people who hijacks a car and there's a kid inside and they were like, oh, crap, I didn't mean to steal the kid. I don't. It seems like they had a bunch of stuff from their baby birth, um, the umbilical well, cord, plus like, like the a, a quote, well, a quote, baby people? feet print ceramic tile. So like clearly so they, they intentionally like, stole the umbilical cord is my question no i don't know that it was intended nobody really knows but they just took whatever they could out of the storage unit and the umbilical cord was one of the things that was Ew. there also why would you have an umbilical cord in your well that's i think closet. my bigger question is like who is keeping the umbilical uh, cord well isn't that something that people keep and then they like put mm. it in pills and eat it uh, no, because well, so here's the deal, and I, I, here's what I'm not. Here's what I'm not clear on. The umbilical cord is kind of a lengthy experience. I mean, by by definition, the cord. Um, make you some ham sandwiches. Was that an accident or was that on purpose? It was on purpose. Thanks. Um, I was not offered the umbilical cord for any of my children. They <laughs> Here, were ma'am. like, "Would you like Here this?" I wasn't of you. offered that. Is it um, technically yours? No. See, that's what's really cool about pregnancy. It's kind of like, just a third party, right? Well, your body actually produces an entire organ yeah, just the, to have the, the placenta. That whole thing. And then the umbilical cord is what connects to the placenta. But it doesn't belong to you. No, because it kind of comes, comes on out, out of you. And then who knows who it belongs to? It doesn't belong to anybody like the anymore. Earth, I think, at that point. Well, and then, or there's like a coyote that's running around and it like takes it and runs off. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I, back in the day... As much as I want to go back to pick at that. <laughs> back in the day-day, it was just, you know, it was a bonus. But the other thing is that, so when the, so they clip the cord, right? And you take the baby, and the baby has, like, they still have a little stub on there. And oh, that sort I'm of, sorry. I know that's not nice, but... It has to be there until it's ready to come off, right? So I, what I'm wondering is if the stub is what got taken, or if it was the whole cord, and if it was the whole cord, I feel like I'm going to go back to the hospital and be like, "Why didn't you guys let me have that cord? It was mine." I think you're kind of past. That I don't need it. Opportunity. It's, I never wanted it, really. If I'm being honest, I don't. But see, I'm also not a. Oh God, I'm sorry. I, I'm also not a parent. Mm-hmm. I don't want any sort of old body parts genetic material from my child yeah. but so you know but i get that that could be a thing i don't, I don't know i don't know hair I, art used to be a thing in victorian times. yeah totally for true. death like in death they mourning. would take your hair and make art mourning jewelry but i do wonder like what 
because there are some people who keep that little stump. Yeah. I am not well, one some, of those maybe, people. Maybe, you know what? It could be a religious thing, for all we well, know. It also it is, could be a cultural thing yeah. that we're not aware of. It also is, I will say this, it is very, there is something that feels weird about taking that when it comes off and throwing it in the garbage. It oh, does yeah. feel weird. I would bury it. Oh, or like smart. I never thought toss of it to the like coyote. Well, that also feels a little weird. Like here, this came off of my kid. <laughs> yeah, but it's nourishment. Have a snack. I mean, I'm just saying people eat placentas. You're part of the circle of life. Yeah, it's all one I circle. Appreciate your like I feel view, like, and I thank you for sharing. Because don't you think in the animal world? And I know we're not quite animals. I mean, we are animals. I mean, increasingly. I become convinced that you're actually just <laughs> oh, yeah. right. I wonder where you're animals. Going from. Um, but don't you feel like you know back in the day, day it was all just kind of like you know probably, but we're not ashes to back ashes in that day that's, now. That's, that's true. That's next. So Wednesday, yeah. So by now the way. let's put it in a sad little storage unit all by itself for just a burglar to take for some rando. To end up going to jail. What are you in for? Well, I stole an umbilical I'm cord. Also, they can't find the umbilical cord. I'm sure that person threw it away. Also, I cannot believe the rats didn't get to it first. What has become <laughs> of me? <laughs> I feel dead inside. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley oh show, God. we have a game to play. That game is called The Throwback Live. Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.